This is the return of the Copper Crab Podcast. We are back. I'm Cheney Crab. I'm Naveen Copperweiss. If you would like to buy a podcast merch, hit us up at Big Cartel. Wait, oh my God, what is it? Harrison, figure it out for us. Oh my gosh, my memory is Link gone. Link in the description. <laughs> Link in the description. No, no, Copper Crab. Okay, if you want podcast merch, go to coppercrab.bigcartel.com. And if you would like Entheos merch, go to www.entheosstore.com. Uh, so we're going to be putting all of our leftover tour merch up in the store on Friday. Uh, I think we're going to put it up at noon Central Standard Time. I won't post anything about it on any of our pages until about 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. So, of course, the Golden Lobsters, all of you who listen to the podcast, will get a chance to grab things. Because we got some top sellers in there. We do have some top sellers. We also have some things that are going to sell out very quickly that we will not reprint. Uh, that were just tour exclusives. We have some leftover tour dates shirts as well from the uh, tour that we just did with Whitechapel and Archspire and Signs of the Swarm. So go and check that out. That's Friday at 12 Central Standard Time. The store will go live with all of that stuff. So go and check it out. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. It certainly is. Yeah, we're... Uh we were, I guess we should explain why we haven't done the podcast in two months plus. How long has it really been? I think it's been two. It's been at minimum two and a half months. Well, the last one that we did was Time Will Take Us All, so it was right before the album came out. It yeah. was that week. Right. So a lot has happened since then. We've released Time Will Take Us All. Yeah. We oh, did a like, full wait, we were talking about it on the podcast for... Two years? Yeah, we're like, this album, it's really going to be something. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Hopefully it was something. Yeah. <laughs> and then it kind of just came out, and now everybody's moved on to the next. <laughs> uh, so that happened. We did a full Europe tour. We had about a week and a half off at home, which we were sort of preparing for our U.S. tour that we just did. And now we're back. We've been home for about a week and a half. Yeah. Harrison came. Yes, The guy yeah. made it through the tour. He drove the entire tour. Well, on the U.S. tour. Which, yeah. Yeah. He didn't drive us to Europe. He didn't drive us to Europe. <laughs> but uh, it's a rough job. <laughs> I mean, and I... we're proud of him. We decided that we would ask Harrison when we were in Europe one night. And we hit him up. And honestly, I didn't think he would do it at all. I've told you that. Um, well, I didn't know. But you've since told me that you're the type of person who says yes to everything, right? So that's good to know for the future. <laughs> but but no, Harrison went and, you know, a couple of days in, I, was, I mean, driving is the hardest job. Yeah, so he's driving a van. Um, you have to stay up all night. You have to sleep through the day. You can't really have like the same kind of fun that everyone else on tour gets to have. You don't really get to hang out. At most of the shows, you don't ever get to drink or do anything like, you know. You're taking one for the team. You're taking one for the team. And Harrison really yeah, took one it. for the team and he made it through. <clears throat> About a week in, I was like, oh my God, he's not going to want to keep doing this. But you made you made it through. Made it, through. It, it was amazing. And, and usually we just drive, but since we we're doing such a long run, we we're kind of like, maybe it'd be a little bit easier if Harrison did it. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. So we hired crew. And yeah, if we you, had a merch girl. Yeah. She and, did a fantastic uh, yeah, it job. It was really great. It was really fun. Actually, having the extra people, since they were cool, Harrison and Shannon, it was like really fun. We had, a, we had an awesome little crew. We had a really good time. We uh, made a lot of jokes in the van. Put it that way. <laughs> We did make a lot of jokes. That's like one of the best parts of touring to me is just hanging out and all of the crazy, funny tour jokes that happen yeah. that when you get home, luckily Naveen and I have uh, this unique experience where we get home and we are still with a person that we went on tour with. So all of the jokes still apply and the stories are easy to tell <laughs> because we both were there for them. But uh, that's true. You know, a lot of the time when you tour and you get home, the jokes kind of go away with the tour and you only are reminded of them when you see the people that you toured with. And we have Harrison too. And Harrison, we can all like, you know, reminisce about tour. It's really, it's a really cool experience to <laughs> still be around the some of the people that you've toured with when you get home. So, I mean, it was so fun. And one of the things that I wanted to say right off the bat is that to any of you who came out and saw us on these tours, I want to thank you so much for really making these the most successful tours in our band's history. And like the most, they were the most fun shows. We saw so many of you. We met a lot of you for the first time at the Nashville show. There were a bunch of golden lobsters there. A lot of you traveled from far away to come and hang out with the band and to be there for that show. So it was like, honestly, just mind-blowing and it's still surreal to me how incredible the tour was and your guys's support is like I just really from the bottom of my heart thank you guys so much for making the these two tours ones that I I really feel mark a, a sort of turning point in our band in a lot of ways um but yeah it was just it was so incredible absolutely incredible yeah yeah well, uh, so many people came up, so many people hanging out with us at merch, mainly Chaney, because I'm kind of busy during the show sometimes. I couldn't go as much as I wanted, but a lot of people hanging out, buying stuff, buying shots, as we were discussing in the, <laughs> in the pre-show. pre-show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, every night was just like insane for sure. And even in Europe, uh, I mean, a lot, we, a lot of people rolled out who listened to the podcast or like the band Oh or, man, you know, pretty much every night. Yeah, it was crazy. Just having people from literally around the world tell us that they listen to the podcast and that they know about the band. That's seriously a feeling that I, uh, it's hard to describe how cool that is. Yeah. As people who've worked, you know, we've spent a large part of our lives doing this band. We've been in the in Entheos for the past 10 years. Well, wait, what year did we start the band? Okay, so it's been almost nine years. Really? Uh, in December, it will be nine years. So almost wow. a decade of our lives. That's the podcast crazy. we've now been doing for three years, I want to say, at the end of the year. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't know how to thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. And we had just a really good time. Like, honestly, the band, I felt like we were on fire. Like, we just playing with Rob and Brian is... And just so awesome. Yeah, they it's a good team. They complement our band so well. And having Harrison and Shannon along, it was just a, a dream crew and a dream 
tour and being in Europe with Archspire and Benighted and Psychroptic was amazing. We had so much fun hanging out on the bus and partying with those guys every night and just, you know, meeting people in Europe. It was, uh, it was crazy. Incredible. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one thing, uh, October will be four years of the podcast. Four years. Holy shit. That's fucked up. That's really fucked up. <laughs> so I guess we spent three years talking about time will take us all not to. Yeah. That's how quickly time goes. But it's not going to be as long for the next one. We'll tell you that much. It's definitely not. We're there won't be that much talking. We've got some tricks up our sleeve. There's going to be not a whole lot of talking and a lot of on a, a little a lot more doing. True that. We're kicking it into high gear. Yeah. But you know, a part of the reason why we want to kick it into high gear is because we're so inspired. Yeah. Truly, like these two runs have they they were just really inspiring beyond yep. anything. I agree. So, uh, you do you want to talk about these tours in depth? Yeah, let's talk about. You want to go through the? I was thinking we could go through the dates. That would be talk awesome. Talk about some some. Uh, yeah, let's do it. We'll do a recap, but yes. first let's do these shots. All right, first we're gonna do some shots. All right, everybody. Uh, if you're at work or something, let's do a shot together. If you're at work. Yeah, if you're at work, if no one's looking. Sorry, I can't reach over the table. Oh, hold on, let me get the tahini. Yeah, while no one's looking, just sneak a shot. Or do what yeah, I was talking about before the podcast, and I was just... Uh, so I'm keeping the camera on you. Sneaking shots of water. You're keeping the camera on me because you know it's going to be funny, right? God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's like that video I have of us shotgunning White Claws. It's already... Harrison's already cracking up. <laughs> salt everywhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. Want to do some no, of this here? No. Nah, nah. Do it. You don't want to do it. All right, here we go. Cheers. All right, are we ready? Yeah. Oh, is that how you do it? Wait, do I lick the salt first? Lick salt first. Oh. I love that everyone's watching me take this off. Here we go. <laughs> oh my God, that's why I had the camera on me the whole time. All right. Jish Louish. Wow. Tequila, that'll do you, right? So what's the deal with tequila? Is it supposed to be the healthiest uh, liquor? Is no, that... It's healthy. It's really healthy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> totally healthy. Everyone that I know who does CrossFit loves tequila. I think it's the lowest calorie alcohol, but um, I actually hated tequila. Mm -hmm. And then a few nights ago, I went out here and... The people who I were with, they just bought me a shot. Didn't ask if I wanted it. Oh, yeah. And I took it and I was like, that's kind of good. And then I like margaritas. so I do love a I good like, margarita. Maybe I'm a fucking tequila guy now. And so I, when we've been going out, I've been getting tequila with soda and lime. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. I, I'm, a, I'm a, like a vodka soda yeah. drinker. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's why I like White Claws. But yeah. you know what's better than a White Claw? A high noon. Yeah, I know. And I thought that it was only a southern thing because I just started drinking them in the south, but I guess they've taken over the world. No, that's these, a premium high noon. Uh, sparkling beverage. It's a little more expensive, yeah, correct? Yeah, they are a little. And uh, I've only seen them in like four packs. So oh. that's the thing. That's well, how they get you. They're getting me. Cause if they we've upgraded better. after you know a long time of drinking, working hard. <laughs> 
now we're going to do high noons after we drink these millions of White Claws that yeah. we have. Because we had a party at the house. We did. So after the So national... we'll do the thing in the, in the movie where you tell the ending first. Oh, are we going to do that? Uh, yeah. So after the Nashville show, we haven't had an official like housewarming party. Yeah. So after the Nashville show at one in the morning, we decided to have a party at our house yep. and have, we had Arch Spire over, we had some of the G Lobs, we had, uh, you know, a bunch of friends from the tour, uh, yeah. our crew. Ben from Whitechapel. Yeah. And his wife. Yes. And we had like, you know, other, a bunch of our homies from the Nashville scene who were at the show. And Mark came over. For a minute. Yep. Mark Lewis did come over for the for a minute. <laughs> uh, that was a legendary appearance. Yeah. And, um, so we had, yeah, a legendary party at the house. Dude, it was super fucking fun. It was so much fun. But um, uh, there's still a lot of alcohol left over from the party. There is. Actually, we have quite a lot. Um, quite the collection. So we have a bunch of really nice beers. Yep. And neither of us have been drinking beers. Honestly, I think, so I have talked on the podcast before about like this weird lymph node thing I get when I drink alcohol, but I realized it's just from beer. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's the hops. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know what it is either. But, so I haven't been drinking beer. We have a really nice beer collection now, which is cool. a bunch cool. of beers. We've got a bunch of Smirnoff Ices. Thanks to yeah, Harrison. Yeah, thanks a lot, Harrison. We've got... Harrison uh, was trying to ice everyone at our uh, party. I don't know if trying is the right word. Harrison did ice everyone at our party. Every time I went into the bathroom, I was like, there's another fucking Smirnoff ice. But I just... She I'm, didn't drink it, though. No, I'm this type of person. What happens if you don't adhere to the being iced? You're well, cursed. The uh, owners of the party end up with a bunch of extra ones afterwards. Uh, yeah, that happened at, at an Archspire show. Uh, the guy oh. who like records their records brought like a million... Oh, I thought or, it, or did, I thought Inferi did it. Oh, Inferi did, did it. Okay, Inferi yeah, yeah. filled Archspire's like refrigerator and all kinds of stuff. Okay, like yeah, yeah. And he was okay. I'm confused. He was they all there. refused to drink them. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I'm gonna take these, and I had like a whole box of them. Smirnoff Ice is fun fact. That's the first thing I ever uh, got drunk off of when I was about 16. Yeah, that's that's one of the first. Well, I had a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, so it's yes, similar. right, right. So disgusting. I know. It's like the most sugary beverage. Uh, yeah. And also, if we were trying to get drunk, we could have, there were way quicker ways. I know, but like, you didn't want to drink it because it tastes bad. Exactly. That's the, that's how you ease in to yeah, drinking. That's how you ease into it. So, uh, yeah, the party was just epic. That was our housewarming party, really, I think. Yeah. Which we were thinking we should have like a golden lobster party. I know. Like a barbecue or like a camping trip or something. We're going to put this out there for a goal. I'm saying goal for 2024 is that we have like a, a golden lobster get together in Meet Nashville. Up. In Nashville. Yeah. Um, see if anybody would. We're, we're throwing it out there. See if anybody would be interested in that. I think we should write that down on a piece of paper yeah. as well. Like maybe we'll get an Airbnb and we'll just like host the party. We're not, yeah. you know, you don't have to pay, just pay to get yourself there. Yeah. And then we'll, Naveen and I will do the rest and we'll just have a blast. I think that that would be really, really fun. A lobster bash. <laughs> a globster blast. <laughs> or a bash. Oh my God. Glob a, blast. A crab boil. <laughs> yeah, we should, that would we be could fun. Grill, we could grill, uh, Speaking of, we I don't we talked about the shirts in the pre-show, but everyone should check out these shirts that Amber Elkins had made 
And she is the... She is selling them, too. She is the G-Lob of the month. For 10 bones. Uh, for 10 bones, you can hit her up. She's apparently making no money off of these because if she was, we would obviously sue her. Um, we still might send her a cease and desist. Yeah, cease and desist. We're talking about it with our lawyer. We've lawyered up on this situation. <laughs> God. I'm just kidding. No, Amber had these awesome shirts made, and I know she was selling them in our Discord. She brought us some. We had dinner with her over the weekend. She brought us a couple. They're amazing. It's like one of the coolest gifts of all time ever. Uh, so I think she still has some for sale. I'm not sure, but you guys can hit her up. In the uh, Discord. In that in the young Discord. If you haven't joined our Discord, then you should. Um, But yeah, so do you want to start going through those dates? Now? I do. I want to go through. Awesome. We, we, we don't have to go through all of them. Maybe we'll just do a, a few per show. And then we'll switch over to the questions or something. Yeah, like totally. That. Let's do that. So you guys are going to be hearing about this tour for the next yeah, probably three years. Yeah, it's something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, gotta find these here dates. <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, I know the first one was Essen. Okay, yeah. So we. Well, we should talk about the flight over. Yeah. I can't, so, which I can't remember. Let's think about it. Because I'm yeah, prescribed. I I have an anxiety medicine that I take on a flight. I can't. Yeah, so the band got I in, and flying. then we practiced for two days? Yeah, two or three days. Yeah, and then uh, Mark drove us to the airport in yep. the van, and uh, we flew in, and we went and stayed at a hotel near the airport. Germany. Yeah, we did, and this airport had, like, the best. It was in Essen, or no, it was in Dusseldorf, sorry. Yeah. Um, so the bus, so when you go on tour in Europe, a lot of the time, the tours that we've done in Europe, you are generally sharing the bus with the other bands on the tour. So just imagine, you know, what kind of a time that makes for four crazy bands on a bus together. It's pretty wild and, and fun. And a lot of uh, book reading and, uh, yeah, just a ton of just reading books and being steamed milk <laughs> tea. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I haven't actually calling our, we, about we all call our moms much. every day at yeah. 8am in the morning, right after we do our workout. Um, you haven't thought about the year. Well, like tour? we got home and then I was just like, so fixated on like, okay, next tour we got, we're leaving in a week. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, don't think about tour. Just like, you know, think about being home. Think about getting ready. Yeah. And so honestly, like reading through the dates is actually gonna be kind of fun for me. Totally. Me too. It's been kind of a whirlwind. It's been insane. This has been one of the craziest long runs that I've ever done. Uh, it's the longest one I've ever yeah. done. So, um, yeah, Essen, this hotel. So what I was saying is that, you know, when you're on a bus with all of these bands, generally there's like a meeting point where the bus will come and pick you up. So for us, it was outside of this hotel that we got. And it was such a nice hotel. Um, the buffet was incredible. Do you remember that? Yeah. But, but it was like 30 bucks. It was 30 bucks. I am the only one who got it. Nothing is free in Europe. Let's put it that <laughs> no, way. no, no. There's no, no included. No, 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 no. Even the bathrooms cost money. Which... is a separate thing. I'm actually kind of for it, to be honest. Yeah. The thing about the bathrooms costing money in Europe, it's it's not like the venue bathrooms cost money or anything like that. But if you stop at a... a Sometimes public bathrooms cost like a dollar or whatever. Totally. Um, You know, at a gas station or at a mall. <coughs> And but they're nice AF. They're really clean because of that. 
So it's it's not a bad trade-off, honestly. There are bathrooms in the States that I would be totally down to pay a dollar for if they were just like cleaned up. Yeah, if you're on tour, you're even driving late or whatever, you're tired, you go into a truck stop and the bathroom's really nice. You're like, this is I love this is great. I yeah, it's this. like a haven. Yeah. And on the flip side, when it's really disgusting, it's like I would have paid it's hell. A fifty cents or whatever to get in there. No problem. Yeah, to get into a nice one. They're honestly, you know, on when you're on tour, it's the little things. And if you, like what you're saying, if in the middle of the night you stop at a gas station that has a bathroom that's not awesome, then it really sucks. Well, actually, it would get old, though, if every bathroom you had to pay to get in, like, after a while. Like, yeah, no, that's, then you have a bathroom budget. Yeah, this is whack. <laughs> then you got to budget that in before the tour. Yeah, that's like a hundred and something, 20 bucks minimum. Four bathrooms a day you'd be paying for? Well, for the band. Oh, correct. Yeah, true. Anyway, it's okay <laughs> here and there, whatever. And I, not I a big like deal. it. Um, so yeah, we flew into Germany. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I was trying to not be jet lagged. So Chaney, of course, went immediately to sleep. Yes. Did the, did the worst thing that you can do. I did. And just stayed on uh, Tennessee time. Yeah. The whole time, actually. <laughs> I did it the entire tour. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I might've been the only one who actually powered through and I didn't go to bed until it was like night time to go to bed. It's so hard to do that. Yeah, it was so hard. hard. It was hard and I was really tired, but I just was watching German TV. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Staying awake. That's another thing about the, <clears throat> the television. You're like sick. I'll watch TV. Oh uh, no. Yeah. The television in Europe, when you get to a hotel and you turn it on and you're so stoked to watch yeah. like chopped or bar rescue and it's none of it's in English. There's so, no bar rescue. Yeah. There's no bar rescue. Not, it's not happening. It's something so, uh, in German that I just, you know, I can't understand. It. So we were also qu- quite close to the airport and there wasn't really anywhere to eat. So me, and well actually everybody except for you you went to sleep yep we walked back to the airport to eat <clears throat> i think you brought me something yeah and we were just eat. eating like you know european <laughs> get bread it, and get cheese. in food get in which food. i'm sure we'll get to yeah so we'll we, sh- we should explain that so get in food so in europe um when you load into the venue there there's a thing called get in and it happens like pretty much right when you get into the venue. Obviously, that's why it's called. It's like get before in. load in. It's just like when the band can, can when the bands can go when the venue is open and you can go inside mm-hmm. and you can take a shower and whatever. Just be inside the venue. So they will have a spread of food laid out for you. And get in food is all normally the same. It's bread and cheese and meat slices, some fruits. And then there will be like a bowl of potato chips, but it's like potato chips in individual bags. And then there's usually like a bowl of also chocolates. Yeah. And Um, depending on where you are, it's going to be different here and there. Depending on where you are. There's like... Maybe we can try to remember the get-in food from each menu. There are like some cucumbers (laughs) usually. There's usually cucumbers. uh, Tomatoes. There's spreads. There's a couple spreads. There are always spreads. Yeah. Uh, So the thing that you come to realize is that get-in food is just kind of like the food they sell everywhere in Europe. Yeah. Like, like at the airport, it's just the food that's <laughs> everywhere, literally everywhere. So like 25 days into a tour, 
you get done with the tour. You've had get-in food every single day. You're kind of sick of get-in food. You get to the airport and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to have some, like a bomb airport meal. I'm going to treat myself. And you get up to the counter and it's all get-in It's like food. baguettes it's like with ring, a piece of mozzarella ring. and tomato slice on it. Do you have that sound clip? Ring, ring, I don't know. Ring, I'd have to. <laughs> <laughs> no. There we go. Uh, that's not it. <laughs> but I... Uh, it's a, yeah, so get in food. Um, so that's what Naveen got from the airport. But I was hyped on it because I haven't been to Europe in a long time. So day one, you're day like, one, I was like, let's food. go, dude. They got fresh bread and cheese is awesome. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, day 30, you're like, okay, dude, I swear to God. It's like, bag I I'm gonna, seriously have eaten too much bread. Yeah, a lot of bread. <laughs> The next baguette I see, I'm going to take a baguette and I'm going <laughs> to hit someone with it. <laughs> yeah. It's always pretty good, though. That's true. Actually, towards the <laughs> towards the end of the tour, I was like, I just didn't care anymore. And what I, my move was just going in and eating the baguette. I would just spread butter on it oh. and then put Nutella on that. And just, that's what I would eat. That is when you don't care anymore. Yeah. So you want to hear. So the that's last rock week of tour, <laughs> I was doing that. <laughs> Except I was like opening it, putting butter on it, and then like a piece of cheese, and then some cucumbers, and then hummus. Yeah. Oh. No, I was I wasn't even going for that. That's it like actually healthy. sounds hella fire. I was right going. <laughs> I would do butter, Nutella, and then peanut butter too. Ooh. Just, it was like yes, peanut butter is always included. And in then the here's food. another thing I would do. So I would eat that, and then I would drink like two glasses of milk. Oh my god. Because the milk there is really good. You know, we were at the grocery store the other day. Sorry, side story. Um, and Naveen was about to get a whole jug of milk. And I was thinking, do people drink that much milk? I know. I wanted like a little bit. Yeah. But it was like, uh, I was like, oh, I, I don't think I could drink a half gallon. At the grocery store, are they strictly making packages of food for like families of I don't know. Five? A quart would have been good. Yeah. A quart. You just need a little one of those little. Uh, yeah. Is it a quart? A quart. Oh, yeah. A yeah. quart would have been great. I don't Eight know. Ounces. There, it's probably like a liter or something. Yeah. <laughs> In Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do we know? Uh, so this is going to take a while. We're only at the airport right now. <laughs> oh. We haven't even gotten to uh, getting in the bus. Uh, so yeah. So the bus was to pick us up uh, the day after we got there. Right. In the whatever time it was. It was in the morning nine or something like that. Yes. Um. So that night, when did you eat the buffet? The night that we got there, I was. Um, <coughs> oh, you woke ravenous. up. Here's what happened. You woke up, and you didn't want the food that I brought. <laughs> that you. is what happened. That's what happened. That's you went, typical. I don't want, I'm not eating that. <laughs> That's typical Cheney. I went. I brought you this food. And you went, I don't want it. I want to go eat down at the buffet. I'm like, okay, let's go check it out. Well, I walked around, and, and then I they're was like, like, yeah, it's buffet. thirty euros. And I was Which is, like, if you guys can go put that into a Euro to was, USD calculator, yeah. that's very expensive. I was like, oh my God, that's so much money. And then... I can't even remember what was in the buffet. <laughs> I do. It was like, they had salmon. Oh, right. They had potatoes. They had some other kind of meat, I think. They had uh, some sort of pasta thing, like little raviolis. Oh, that was delicious. I didn't even eat, by the way. Naveen did not eat. He sat there. Because I was like, I'm not spending time. 30 euros on this. It's just not happening. Right. Like, I'm not at that level yet. <laughs> I was at that <clears> level. <throat> yeah. Then. <laughs> so I just chilled. I honestly, you know Drink what? Water. Well, so I ate for both 
me and Naveen, and <laughs> then it was only about $20 a person. I think you actually took a picture of it and sent it to my family. I did, because I was like, look at the buffets in Europe. Ha, yeah, ha, yeah, ha, yeah. ha. That's what we did <laughs> the entire time. We were, yeah, God, in Europe, we were look at this. so bad yeah. about that. We were just, because we have a group chat with Naveen's family, and we we're just taking pictures every day in like, I know. Prague, like, ha, ha, we're in Prague. Have fun in, at work. Yeah, day <laughs> off in Spain, we were at the beach all day, and we're like, it's awesome Getting here. massages and, and just was, drinking. What's funny about that is the time difference, like when we sent it. So we'd already been like partying all day. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's like, eight they're like getting ready to go to work right now yeah they're like oh yeah. cool. hey man fuck it makes me feel better <laughs> hey fuck it i'm down i'm kidding i'm kidding it doesn't make me feel better all right but it kind <laughs> so that was you know i hope they're not listening to this jeez okay so uh yeah cheney had the expensive dinner mm-hmm. and then um we went to sleep and then we woke up in the morning. Um, also, everything is small in Europe. So, like, the elevators and the doorways and everything. And we had, like, all a bunch of gear. We had to load into this small hotel room. Remember that? Yeah, sorry. I was doing what I was mad at you for doing at the beginning of the podcast. I wasn't really paying attention. You're reading the chat, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I was I'm, just I'm reading the Twitch dude. chat. Seriously, man. <laughs> well, because, yeah, go ahead. Cheney got a laptop. That's the problem. <laughs> now she's just... Yeah, I need to keep it closed during the podcast. Clamshell. Um, so what did you just say? Okay, so I said everything in Europe is like small. The doorways, oh, yes. the beds. The, the beverages. The, everything is small. The portions of food. Yeah, it's... it's Everything is... You know mini- how miniature. everything is bigger <laughs> in Texas? Everything is smaller in Europe. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that, that's a fact. And then... uh. So, yeah, we had to load all of our gear into this little hotel room because we had, like, the lights. Oh, my God, I forgot. We had, you know, all of our bags, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, and it was four of us in that room. It was, and I have a picture of Brian and Rob sleeping peacefully in that hotel room because I wanted to remember it. <clears throat> you post that in the Discord. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I also have, yeah, I have some pictures of Brian sleeping in the van, too. Sleepy Brian. <laughs> I should start a separate uh, part of the Discord called Sleepy Brian and Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, so we had to load everything up into the hotel room. I mean, not to mention, you know, going to Europe. So, of course, it costs a lot of money, flights and all of that stuff. But something that we always prepare for um, because we have to take a ton of gear. So you try to consolidate everything as much as you can. We did a great job consolidating. Oh, too, man. By the way. We really packed it in. Yeah. So we didn't have that much stuff compared to last time. No. I mean, I, I got a case for the lights that was like, the lights just barely fit into it. Yeah. And then we put all of our gear into one, like, smaller rack unit. And what I did was I used the back on racks sometimes there's you can like there's screws on the back as well so it had gear on the front and back holy crap and then we had the air tags which was pretty cool yeah that's uh, a cool invention highly recommend that yeah, hot, for yeah. anyone out there who tours uh whether it's in the states europe no i mean going to the venue down the street Get just having stuff in front of your house <clears throat> get yeah. some air tags yeah, because uh i think it was like a hundred dollars for four of them and it 
gave me so much peace of mind knowing that we knew exactly where our yeah. stuff was at it's all times. Really cool. Yeah. So when we were on the flight and we landed, I'm like, oh, the gear's here. Yeah, and that Sick. way you know if any of your stuff has been left in at Chicago O'Hare or wherever or where else. The hell it yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, that way you can kind of keep an I eye like on it. Like when we left the it. banner in Des Moines. Right. I was like, well, there it is. Yeah. In freaking Des Moines. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we, we meet up with the bands or no, uh, Psychroptic was staying at the hotel as well. Yes. So we saw them and then. But I did just drove from France. <laughs> I think it was like yeah. a 16 hour drive for them. It was yeah. pretty far. Uh, and then Archspire, Archspire flew in that morning, I think, and got directly on the bus, right? No, no, no. They were there for like a week. Oh yeah, yeah. They were practicing at. Yeah. So there's a place called Captured Live where we all go to pick up the gear that we've rented. All of our merch gets sent there, and Archspire had been pra- a lot of bands just keep their gear there. They they yeah. have European gear rather than renting every yeah. single time that they go. It's more cost effective for them to own gear in Europe and hold it there. And Captured Live also has like practice rooms for people to go and you know do their thing and get used to being in Europe run their whole rig because if you have lights or a, a sound person or anything like that you want to practice with all yeah. of that running so they had been there for a <laughs> while so the bus picked us and psychroptic up and then we went and met up with the arch spire at captured live we grabbed all of our merch made sure that everything made it that's a, a <clears throat> whole nother because yeah, you get all your stuff <laughs> shipped there so we got all the merch shipped there the vinyl yeah the i got my Symbols that I was going to use, drum heads for the tour. Yeah. I got chipped there. So that's kind of how, the, like, people will ask, so what do you do? You get uh, merch from the States shipped over <coughs> to Europe. How does that work? There, We have a merch <coughs> company and our label, Metal Blade, has uh, a European sect, I guess you would call it. Uh, so we just get everything sent from inland Europe. We don't, like, <coughs> deal... You know, trying to send all of that stuff from overseas would cost us a ton of money. Yeah, so be a hassle. generally everywhere that you go, you have that kind of thing set up where you're getting it sent from within the country or within the continent in this case. 100%. <clears throat> so we met up at Captured Live and that was the morning of the first show and the first show was in Essen. And you pick your bunk. <clears throat> oh, yeah. A bunk up. Picking your bunk. That's a whole... So, I like to have the bunk that's off, that's not on the ground. That's the top level bunk. So I always sprint for that one. Uh, the last bus that we were on had bunks with had a ton of bunks with windows, and I had one of those. That was pretty cool. <clears throat> but most bunks don't have windows. Most bunks are kind of just like you. It's sort of like coffin like. Yeah, I straight up don't care. I just took a bunk that was available. Yeah. No big deal. Chains was above mine. Yes. So we had bunks next to each other. I was in between. I had Todd Stern on this side, who is the bass player of Psychroptic. <clears throat> does merch for a lot of great bands. And then I had Ollie on this side from Archspire. And then Julian from Benighted was over here. Dom was down here. It was a pretty good little uh, merch area that we yeah, had. Yeah, it was good. Or we not merch it. area, sleeping area that we, yeah, had. we had. A good, we had a good thing going. The only mistake that I made is that my bunk was like one of the first ones when you come up the stairs. So if I was going to sleep, because I didn't, I honestly didn't really 
drink or party a whole lot on that tour. And I would uh, go. That's pretty amazing. You went to bed a lot. Yeah, I went to bed a lot. Um, <clears throat> preserving the vocals. Yeah, I was trying to preserve my vocals. You know, I don't want to lose my voice on tour or do any of that. Certain stuff. people will stay up all night and yell, and, and the yell. next day they will, won't have a voice, <laughs> and sometimes fall out, <clears throat> fall out of their and bunks. Then they won't be able to <laughs> perform their vocals as as fully intended. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not anyone I know, but sometimes that will. happen. I've heard about it happening. I have heard about it happening. Um, For me, it's not a problem. It doesn't matter. I could play drums halfway dead, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I could get through it. Is that true? Yeah, halfway dead. Probably. Yeah, I would do it too. <laughs> I wouldn't, I've never like missed a show because of like something bad that's happened to me. I've played with like a broken foot. Just, is our table made out of wood? It is. Go ahead and knock on that. I've played with a broken foot. I've played deathly ill. I've fucking oh, played with a bunch of. Oh, you also played in animals? Hill, when a red anthill stung the shit out of my foot and I had a hobbit foot. I remember that. I was so worried about you on that tour. <clears throat> I fell down some day. stairs one time in animosity and like literally broke my foot. It was like the worst injury I've had. Did you get a cast? No. Oh my I just God. So had a foot? cane. I could hardly walk. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Did you go to the doctor? <laughs> no. Maybe that's why now your body is like shaped like might that. Be. It like, might be. It like, was really Naveen bad. It's a little like off. Yeah, I'm a little off. But like, what it's happened like was this. I had the bass drum in my hands and I was walking down these stairs and... I thought there was like, you know, sometimes there's a staircase and then there's like one long stair at the are very there end. Stairs, are there stairs that I would be familiar with? No, it's at Jerry's Pizza. Oh, yeah, in, I've never uh, been. Bakersfield. Yeah. And I <clears throat> I think it was the first day. Of, yeah, it was the first day of this little tour we were doing. Mm -hmm. Reflex was on the tour, actually. Oh, wow. And uh, I didn't know there was another stair and just like my foot just like went like that on the last stair. Oh, and my I fell God. and dropped the bass drum. And it was like my at the end of the night, my foot was like black and blue. Like <laughs> I couldn't walk. Oh it was God. really bad. But I still ripped it. Still played. And then there was that uh, the first White Chapel tour that we did where you had gotten what happened with your tooth before. I had a bunch of dental work done and I think it got infected or something. Yeah. And it was so painful. Yeah. You were <clears throat> like sometimes you were like crying because the pain was so yeah, bad. It was, it was really terrible. Bad. Terrible so, pain. I'm going to play the shows played. no matter what. That's what I'm saying. That's true. I'm never going home. Fuck That's that. That's true. Never um, going to catch me cracking. But uh, what started this? Uh Oh, just... Tangent. <laughs> staying up too late and losing your voice. Oh. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I was going to bed early. And the, the one mistake that I made was getting that bunk. Because when people would stay up and party and they were very loud... And playing like death metal at like crazy volumes, it would. I may have, ha may or may not. Have I had could hear it constantly. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I had to wear headphones. And I finally just got nice earplugs and went to bed with earplugs every night. So go. I got kind of used to it. It became sort of a comfort. It was nice. To me having those. Background. Yeah, noise. I had my little uh, Scottish. Highland cow. It's a Highland cow, or as they say it in. Uh, Glasgow, Heil it's Heeland Coo. <laughs> I don't know what it Heeland is. Heeland Coo, I believe. Uh, I have a little Heeland Coo uh, stuffed animal. I just He's in the closet. I just saw him today. Because when they were saying it, when they were telling me what he was, I, well, f at first I thought he was a yak. 
I was like, do you guys have like yaks all over this country? Why do, because I had one. And they were like, no, it's a Helan coo. And I thought that was a different <laughs> species of animal. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a Helan coo. And then I was talking to Jared from Archspire and he's like, oh yeah, it's a cow. And I was like, <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Oh, yes. Um, so, you know, just sleeping with my little cow and having earplugs in, that's, that did me, did me right on that tour. I was listening to ABBA a lot as I went to bed. Um, it's coming up, dude, Friday. Yeah. Honestly, my, my mixtape on that was videos of ABBA, videos of A Perfect Circle and Tool and Pussifer. Honestly, I was, you know, just watching a lot of Maynard videos on that one. Um, but yeah, so that was my mistake in picking my bunk on this tour. And well, this I actually thought it was a benefit to have because my bunk was right under yours. Mm -hmm. So what was cool about that is there's a little staircase that goes up to the bunk areas on the buses in Europe. It's like two levels. Yeah. And, uh, what was cool for me is if I wanted to like put something in my bunk real quick, I could, I wouldn't have to go up the stairs. I could just like launch it into my bunk from downstairs. Oh, that's cool. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That was a perk. So, yeah, that is a perk. But it's a high foot can, traffic area. If you can throw that far. <laughs> so another, okay, so we go to Captured Live. Yeah. I don't know. First, the bus pulls up and like breaks down. Oh, yeah. That, that happened the, right away. Yeah. The bus broke down They're Like, yeah, a guy's got to come change a part or something. And we're like just chilling. That's outside. when we met our bus driver, who is the best bus driver. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. And it was cold that day. <clears throat> it was freezing. It was a freezing a lot of the time. In yeah, Europe. it was really cold. I was so over it <laughs> because, yeah, it was just, it was cold. But it was cold here, too, when we left. True. So, to be fair. It was still, what was that, winter, pretty much? Yeah, it was winter when we left. It was the end of <coughs> February. I can't believe that. That's so fucking I know. crazy. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, they fix the bus. We get on. We go to Captured Live. We get all the gear. <clears throat> now the trailer that was attached to the bus was comically small. Oh yeah, and it's four fucking bands. And we're like, oh how the hell are we going to fit everything Well, in here? so we, we got an email like a while before the tour yeah. started. And they were like, you guys cannot bring that many boxes of merch with you. So we had to actually schedule like separate drops. So we it got was so stupid. We got one know. drop at Captured Live and then every band had to do this. We got one drop at Captured Live and then we would periodically get drops throughout the tour. So we had to rely on the mail yeah. to get our merch to every single venue for the venue people to be there to receive our boxes. Pay for shipping costs. Luckily, every single box got there <laughs> yeah. every single time. So that was pretty amazing. So it was really tight in this trailer. I mean, it was, like I said, comical. We had to pack the thing completely full. And then <clears throat> we were putting merch underneath the bus in the, the, the like storage area that's supposed to be for bags. It was oh, just yeah. loaded full of merch. And then we would also take merch upstairs to where yeah. the bunks were. So in the back of the bunks, there are different layouts for different buses that you'll get. In our particular bus, it was downstairs was the like main area. There are some seats. Sometimes there was merch in the, in the fucking lounge. Yeah, the lounge. Yeah. yeah, so sometimes there would be some merch in the lounge. And then there's a staircase and you go up the staircase and then there's a bathroom it's kind of like a split foyer. So there's a staircase. A landing. 
at the landing. Yeah, it's not it's not a split for it. So there's um a stair or a bathroom at the landing, and then there's another small staircase up to the bunks. So then there are 23 bunks on the bus that we were on. And at the back, there were a couple of seats with like a television. And those seats, a lot of the time, would be filled with merch. Loaded up. Because we didn't have a free bunk. No, it, it was really bad. I mean, the f- <clears throat> yeah, it was just stupid. So as we would sell merch, it would get better. But then we would get shipments. And then it would be like, oh, my God, right. what are we going to do here? Right. Uh, so the first day, we were like, holy shit, how is all this going to fit? This is bad. Yeah. And then, you know, we made it work, obviously. Really I don't tight. really uh, deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just kind of watching all of the guys try to load all of the shit into place. I'm sure that I have a couple of videos of it. Uh, but, dude, we had some real, like, Robbie Brown and Todd Stern, and they were kind of the two main people yeah. who were, like, so good at loading, or so good at, like, just packing the trailer perfectly they they knew exactly where everything should go every single day they were like the reason why our trailer looked so so freaking good every day they would be in the trailer and they'd be like all right i need this i need the anki case all right i need merch here all right guitar so i need the little uh, the access pedal my pedal i need the access pedal give me it yeah yeah and i don't think anything really got lost on the tour either i left my symbols like the within the first week yeah, and I think now that I think of it, not to bring it up, but I think Todd lost his pedal case. His pedal case. Yeah. Casual. And he was like sulking one night over it. Well, dude, it's. And he was like, that's on my record now, man. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. And, you know, we'll get to this story, but we have, we left our banner in Des Moines on the tour that we did, and that's yeah. on our record now. <clears throat> But we leave shit all the time. We don't have a clean <laughs> record like Todd. We also really made it work. We did something amazing. <laughs> we did something funny. And we'll talk about it. But uh, so Essen. Okay, so we're at the first show. Okay. 45 minutes in. Yeah. All right. We'll still, well, let's keep going. Let's get through maybe two shows. Well, I think that now that we've talked about this, we're, this the, we're this probably going to skim is, yeah, through shows the... a little more. Because <clears throat> shows get pretty monotonous. You know, yeah. it becomes pretty monotonous. But um, So Germany Essen was... Uh, actually one of the best shows yeah i'm gonna go out and say that that was it was definitely my top five favorite shows of the tour first of all it was the day that we released time will take us all <laughs> which was monumental for us um and it was really cool that we got to start a tour on the day our album came out yeah that rarely happens yeah. that rarely <laughs> happens um we didn't but, plan it that way it just so happened to be that that's when the offer for the tour that's when the date started i would um, say that was probably one of the best shows. Yeah, it was definitely in my top yeah, five. Yeah. Uh, so, God, the pit went crazy. Yeah, good crowd reaction. You know, we were the first band on the tour, so you never... Sometimes you're in a place when you're the first and even the second band on the tour. I think that, you know, once you hit direct... This was a four-band package. So once you're, like, the direct support band, it's kind of easy to get the crowd going. Like, the yeah. crowd is, is fucking ready to, yeah, to for go. For us, it's like they just got in there. They're not drunk. Yeah. Maybe they're, I don't know, <clears throat> just got off of work. Yeah. Just got there. They're kind of just warming up. We're yeah. we're the warm up to the night. Yep. So Essen just like popped off. It was crazy. Yeah, it was really It was honestly stupid. one of my favorite shows that I've ever played. It was just the crowd oh. reaction was amazing. The band, we I felt like we were killing it. Uh, it was, I couldn't have wished for a better record w- release. That was a Friday. It was on a Friday. Yeah. yeah. 
So obviously, like, you know, a weekend show sometimes will have a better crowd than yeah. a weekday show. It just depends. Yeah. So Essen was fantastic. We sold a bunch of shit. Yeah, it was did, great. Did good that night. <clears throat> and um, another thing was that day, we were still trying to figure out how we were going to take cards. Oh, my God. This was like a huge problem on the It was the, tour. the whole drama for the entire tour for us. So the other bands, they like rent, they, the merch company just has an account with the card reader. It's not Square there. They don't have Square. It's no. Sum Up. It's other thing. And they would just give the reader to the bands and then they would like charge them to do that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have, I, we didn't know that was a thing. So we didn't do that. Well, because. And I was trying to get around paying them like whatever it was, like 5% or whatever. Yeah, fee. So I was like, fuck that. I don't want, you know, being cheap. And I'm like, well, I'll just do my own Sum Up. Yeah. And I'll just start my own account. You know, no problem. And then I found an electronic store walking distance. I went there and I bought the sum up reader. And then uh, we thought we were so smart. I know. I was we like, we were like, oh my God, we're, huh, huh. we're going to have, why our wouldn't own. you guys have your own sum up? Huh? Yeah. You're stupid. Yeah. Well, idiots. We were the, and so the I'm joke like, was on us. Okay. You know, it takes a long time to like verify your account and all this shit. So that day I'm like filling it out and then I'm like, you know what? Let's just use PayPal. Mm-hmm. And then I figured out because I'm working on the sum up thing and I'm like, okay, I'm adding my bank account. I'm adding the payout, the account, the, you know, whatever, all this stuff that I have to do, my social security number, the whole thing to get verified takes a long time. So I do all the stuff and they're like, cool, we'll, you know, get back to you when you're verified. That was on a Friday and they don't do it over the weekend. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, we have like, you know, at least two days where we need to figure something else out. Mm -hmm. So I figured out that you can manually process a PayPal uh, in a card through your PayPal account. You can punch their number in and take the payment. Oh, God. So I would literally fucking sit there. Well, and Cheney's selling the merch and I'm sitting there with my laptop. We would have two lines. Yeah, she'd be like, he'll take your card. And I'm like, give me the card. And I'm putting the number in and everyone's all sketched out by this for some reason. Yeah, they didn't. Well, <clears throat> what we actually came to find out, someone told us this halfway through the tour that for some reason it's not like uh, in Europe, it's not yeah. customary for Europeans to hand someone their card. They yeah. don't like handing it off. Like they, here, that, Americans, that's my favorite thing to do. I'm like, there you yeah, go. Yeah, here you go. On, there you go. But there they want to be handling the entire transaction. Yeah. And I don't know if we explained the reason for all of this. It's because... We, if you don't have a bank account in the country that you're in, you cannot accept money via a <laughs> credit card, debit card. Spoiler alert, dude. In other countries. Where I was going to get to that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I just wanted to explain why we had to do that. No, I'm saying, well, okay. Well, I was saying this is the weekend and then I was going to get to the week when we. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, the week. No. Okay. So I set, I set the story up. <laughs> oh, the story was set up as <laughs> this is why I'm not. We a were waiting to hear back mm-hmm. from sum up, right? To be verified. Yes. And in the meantime, we're taking cards over PayPal. Yeah. Okay. So I was leaving the audience wondering, well, what's going to happen with the sum up? Is he going to get verified? Is he not going to get verified? But I don't think what I said. <clears throat> I was just saying that when you're Americans, you can't take money. Like, you, you yeah. can't take money in Canada. Yeah. So ultimately, it didn't work with some of 
So we waited like Oh, no, no. Days. I was just saying <clears throat> why we would need a sum up reader. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, didn't, right. I didn't. Yeah, my bad. Anyway, no, God I just pulled it. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> so ultimately what ended up happening is we, it took days. And then they're like, you're verified. Mm-hmm. And then we tried it. It didn't work. And right. mind you, I've been back at merch manually punching in fucking cards for whatever, a week. And they're like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. not going to work because it only works in the like wherever you're from that's the territory that you get verified for oh yeah so yeah. it works in the states like this sum up thing just nobody uses it right and since we didn't have a european uh we have a bank account in europe but we don't have a european like business id right <clears throat> so ultimately the joke was on me but we've and then I think we were like, okay, let's just ask the merch company to give us the fucking card reader. Yeah. And we'll just pay it. But they were like, we don't have any more or something like well, that. Well, no, we wanted them to sign us into their account. So we tried to. Yeah, I was like, I already have the reader. Just yeah. add th- this reader exactly. to your account. Mm-hmm. And then that couldn't happen. Yeah, well, it was because, this is why. Because we started the account in Germany, the account would only work in Germany. But I... I have no idea. It was so fucking annoying. It was really annoying and complicated. It became incredibly annoying, like days where the merch booth was set up like next to the stage because, and you know, people come and buy merch in between bands. So Naveen and I are like trying to hurry this. Naveen has to help tear down drums. I don't really have much to do after we get off stage. So it's easy for me. Yeah. To just run over there while I'm all sweaty and like, you know, just <coughs> well, got fortunately, off stage. I was sharing a drum kit with the guy with Benighted After. All right. So right. I was able to get over there pretty quick. Pretty quickly, but still, you had to like help load yeah. off stage or, you yeah. know, just do whatever to get Benighted ready to play yeah. a set, get our yeah. lights off stage and exactly. do all of that. Um, so, yeah, but what I was saying is just that for Americans, as an American touring band, we, there, it, there isn't a way for us to accept cards in other countries when we don't have a business ID in another country, uh, a social security number in another country, even in Canada, (laughs) we just found out about this PayPal thing, which is like a duh, but, um, we usually just take cash. Yeah. Which is shot because nobody even uses cash. Yeah. And we have to tell people to run to ATMs and it's just a whole, honestly, a total shit show. So if you guys, do plan on going out of the country. Make sure to look into some kind of reader that you can get in order to take cards because there there are certain countries we played in, which it was fine <clears> like <throat> toward the end of the tour. What ended up happening is that Archspire luckily had this reader that I think the tap or no, the, the insert didn't work. The chip insert didn't work for them and they like ordered a new reader from Empiricon, our merch company. Yeah. So <clears throat> they had an extra reader they got a new reader. We didn't have time to get a reader from Empiricon. This it was like halfway taken, through the tour. Yeah, it would have taken us like 10 days. So Archspire let us have the reader that was broken. So we ended up, because what happened with PayPal, not only was it annoying for Naveen to type everything in, there is a limit on how much money yeah. you can accept through PayPal each month. So we hit that limit. Of course, it's like another roadblock. Uh, well, like you can get... So you can you can accept uh, as much money as you want, mm-hmm. but it'll take a long time to like. There's only so much they pay you out per month. Ah, uh, yes. So it like took 
forever. Yeah. And we, time. you know, when you're in Europe, every We're tied on cash, we need the money. You're tied on cash yeah. every week. We have to pay the bus on a certain day, and I believe that our bus payment was like three thousand dollars a week. Yeah, twenty nine hundred euros. Yeah, it was something. It was, you know, it's all expensive. It's expensive it's to tour, lot, dude. So, uh, we figured it out with the sum up reader. Luckily, Arch Spire had the one sitting around. Um, we couldn't take chips, so the people who didn't have tap to pay. We would sometimes be able to do it in PayPal. Sometimes we just simply could not take a payment. Luckily, mm -hmm. people are kind enough. They go and find cash. You don't really lose a ton of merch yeah. sales generally, but it was fun, though, wasn't it? It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, love it's a it. story to tell, right? I was like, we're in like another part of the world doing doing all these problems. This is so sick. Oh yeah, you know, it's, it's it was really fun. Yeah, of course, it's a it's a <laughs> blessing to be able to even have to care about that. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> so that's what we were doing at the first show. Yeah. So Essen was fantastic. <laughs> Second show, where was that? Okay. Then we got uh, we packed up. We headed to Netherlands. Oh, the, so the second show was at one of the nicest venues that I would say exists for a band bands of our size yeah. in the world. Uh, I would. This venue is insanely nice. Oh my god, it's so nice! So everyone gets their own backstage room. It's huge. <laughs> With your own get-in food, because a lot of the get-in food is, like, shared with all of the bands. Um, yeah. They cook a, an incredible homemade meal. This one was vegan. It was all so delicious. What was the name of the venue? Uh, I don't really know how to uh, say it, but it's Dor Dorn Ruse something. Okay, so <laughs> uh, the but it's stage really nice. was amazing. Yeah. And I remember there was, like, an EDM show going on next door during the day. Mm-hmm. And I went into it before we played. I got all amped up and danced a little bit. And that was super fun. And we walked around uh, for a while. Went to like the little town center and stuff. Oh, yeah. we Really had, pleasant. We really had nice. lunch with everyone, right? Mm -hmm. We all, all of the bands, we all went and hung out and got breakfast together. And then that night after the show, we all went and walked around. I don't know if you remember that. Is that where we got a, there was a bunch of food? Yeah, they have like this, they have these restaurants that are, you just go in there and there's like little like windows with mm -hmm. the food and you just like put the money in and it opens up and you just take the food. It's kind of cool. And then another really cool thing there is they have what looks like a three-way uh, like phone booth, but you can just pee in it. Oh, it's yeah. like a pisser. Mm -hmm. So it's like so awesome. Yeah, it was cool. So it's like you got to pee, just pee. Like, and they're not like covered or anything. It's like people just drunk, people just p pissing. And then the cops were out and they're, they're super nice and helpful. Yeah. Because I, I went to use the little pisser thing and then you guys, I got like separated from the group and I like straight up went over to the cop and I was like, have you seen my friends? Like they, you know, look kind of like me, like metal people. Mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, they went that way. Yeah. I, like, I remember that. Guys. Yeah. It was great. But the venue is awesome. You know, clean, just totally clean yeah, venue, delicious really nice. food. Sounds great. Uh, the parking, the bus, it was like in a garage. Closed garage. Um, closed garage. It was a... Uh, it was really cold that day. Or it being really cold that yes, day. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I remember finding a shower. There was a shower that no one used, and I just got to take a really long shower. That was great. Mm -hmm. So that was a really good show. Yeah, it was It was a lot of fun. And uh, oh, I can't believe that was the second day. Was it? Yeah, it was. I'm looking at the dates. What's the third day? Uh, Belgium. Brussels. Oh, man. 
We uh, had delicious Belgian beers that day. We certainly That was did. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. We played. So we, <coughs> we went, got more merch that day, too. We got more merch. The load in that day was so, oh, my God. It was like a half a mile walk. Yeah, it was but really far. The venue was right next to this like historic garden that had a bunch of statues and cool stuff in it. Uh, we went and got breakfast with Spencer Pruitt that day. That was awesome. Yes, we did. Um, had some Belgian beers. Uh, the There were a, a few <laughs> venues in the place that we played. And one, the, the first one that we walked into, it looked like a coliseum. Yeah, and we were like, this is so cool. I can't believe we're playing here. Yeah, we thought it was amazing. And then the the like boy band that yeah. was playing that night was the band who was playing in that room. So that was show was amazing. We met a lot of cool people at that show. Yeah, I believe, uh, so the merch on that one, it was cool because it was out like in a corridor. Right. And so it was like kind of quiet out there. Yes. And we could talk to people and it was a lot more space. Yeah, because, you know, having the merch in the show is a good thing. It help, mm-hmm. It does help with sales sometimes depending on yeah. where it's at, which I don't know if people think about that a lot, that merch placement is a very important yeah, thing in a venue. It really matters. It matters. If, a, if merch is upstairs... Just for all of you listening out there, be sure to go check out the merch upstairs because the minute we as bands walk into a venue and we're like, the merch is upstairs. Oh it's my like God. We're going to sell half as much. Yeah. yeah. Because a, a huge thing that helps drive merch sales is if the merch is placed somewhere that people can access on the way out of the venue at night. Yeah. Or by the bar. Or by the bar. So the drunk people would go over there. Yeah. Or b- honestly, by the bathrooms helps. Yeah. Just anywhere where you can access it easily. Yeah. And that basement, so we went to a show last night here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. We went to see Converge. And that was at the basement east. And I've gone there a few times and I'm like, man, the merch is in such a shitty area because it's like you have to go through the crowd. Literally However, the crowd. we realized last night that you can you can go out to that deck and the deck goes around to that side. Oh, so yes. you can like, future reference. Walk around to the <laughs> you merch. You can go around the merch and go straight to the, yeah. I mean, go around the crowd and go straight to the merch. Right. Which... The Converge show that we went to last night was amazing. In my opinion, still the best hardcore band to ever do it. Jacob Bannon, one of the best front people of all time. Brutus was fantastic. I'm wearing a Brutus shirt right now. We saw a little bit of Frail Body. They were rad. Uh, but man, Converge. I'm just so inspired after seeing that that set last night. They played a lot of classics. A lot of my, it was. Yeah, they I played only, like three or four songs off of Jane Doe. Yeah, I they believe. did. Yeah, uh, it was sick. I thought it was a good, like, career-spanning set. Yeah. I knew most every song they played. I did, too. There was a couple I didn't, wasn't familiar with. Same. Um, but, man, that band, they're just some of the best to ever do it, and it's so inspiring to me that they've been a band for so long. They're, you know, in their mid-40s, and they're still fucking killing it. That's so inspiring that they're just still being converged, still doing their thing. And they sounded as good as ever. They, yeah, they, ripped it. they looked as good as that. They killed it as much as ever. I've only seen converge two times. The last time was like maybe five or six years ago in the atrium, the catalyst atrium in Santa Cruz. And this set, I enjoyed a lot more, Yeah, hundred percent. but still one of my favorite bands on earth. Yeah, I agree. I, I, am, I was inspired off that show. hundred percent. Me too. Uh, but yeah, so what was the next day? Uh, then we went over to the UK. Oh man, the UK is so fun. The UK is very uh, US adjacent. Yeah. 
as far as just the culture, you don't necessarily, aside from the accents and everything, you're not necessarily like, oh man, I'm so far from home. There's a, a, there are a lot of similarities in just like, you know, the way that people in the UK and Americans are. Yeah, it's very similar. So usually you go to the UK like halfway or towards the end of a tour. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of weird going straight in the, like the beginning of the tour. Right. So you take a ferry to get there. So the bus drop, like the whole bus goes on this ferry and oh, there's God. like a bunch of cars and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and you can either get off and go inside the ferry, which is like, it's kind of like a, it's like an airport. Very airport 100%. vibe. 100%. It's really big. And the there's, ferry. you know, you can get breakfast and you can. But it's always like painstakingly <laughs> early in the morning. Yeah. When you have to get off of the bus. Gotta get, get off. And the then ferry. this time we had to go through UK customs. So we had right. to like show them our passports and we're all tired. And right. So we did that. A little bit. Naveen and I were like some of the only people who got off of the the bus and went up to the ferry. And on this partic- particular ferry, there were a ton of like, I want to say 12 to 15 year old kids who must have been on a school trip. Yeah. And they were. So when we go up to the ferry, it's like you can get a breakfast. So we got a free breakfast that day and it was delicious. We had like a British breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, eggs and beans and. Uh, a triangular potato. hash browns. Yeah, triangular hash brown. Love those. So you we like had those, that. Yeah, I love those. We got that, and then you want to go to sleep on the ferry. You want to catch up on sleep. Um, but it was almost, it was nearly impossible to sleep on this ferry because of the kids, the school children who were running around and talking the entire time. And one, I was trying to sleep, and one like sat on my head. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. But we did Quite get to see annoying. the cliffs of Dover. So there was that. Not that impressive. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, the cliffs of California are... It's. I want to say that they're a little more impressive than the cliffs of Dover. <laughs> Beautiful nonetheless. Gorgeous view. Yeah. Uh, so then we got off the ferry. What was the date? Uh, that was Bristol. Bristol was that venue where we met a golden lobster. Um, I don't remember if we met my old golden lobster. I think it was Bristol was, uh, Bristol was like that room where it had the bathroom that like was a bathroom for everyone. And it was kind of open. Right. Uh, no, actually that was Manchester. Oh yeah. Yeah. This was Bristol. Where is Bristol? With all the poles on the ground. We went and walked around and we got like coffee we went to a coffee shop. No, I'm pretty sure that's time. the that's the one I'm talking about. No, you're not. The one with the girl, the DJ, who was the golden yeah. lobster? That's, that's not here. That was Manchester. Uh, it looked like what? this on the outside. There's like an alleyway on the back. The fleece. Wasn't that where the party mm-hmm. was? No. It, this was, uh, the merch was, there was that guy who had a lamb and it was like Dean's lamb's head on it. And like, oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yes. The For merch some was like I close to rem- the stage. Oh, yeah. I totally remember that day. Yeah. Uh, there was a like a club at the front of it, right? It wasn't a club. They were doing karaoke at the front of the venue. I don't know. I don't remember that. Fuck, I can't. <laughs> I don't know why I'm mixing up dates now. Poles. This is going to be impossible for us to go through all the dates. Uh, 
Is there anything Rob else? was like out of tune when we were playing. Hmm. The merch was like, you're looking at the stage. The merch was like to the left of the stage. I don't know. This is the venue. This doesn't ring a bell. Wow. I don't think so. <clears throat> Bristol, is there anything else <clears throat> that happened? You can that like, day? Go, this was, the bus was over here and you can walk I around the corner. I do remember the coffee. And then you go in this door and there was the merch right there through the door. Wow. I don't know. <clears throat> I, w- oh. I wish I could see a picture of the merch area. I can't really remember that Bristol show. Bristol at the Fleece. This place. You don't remember it? You go through this door right here and there's like the merch. It's right there. No, I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that particular. Usually you remember them and I don't. I know. I'm so like incredibly surprised. Usually I remember the inside of every venue. Is there anything else anything that happened else? that day? Uh, we walked around and got coffee at a coffee shop. I remember that. Um, but for some reason, <laughs> there was I'm the thinking, Dean Lamb guy. He had a little lamb with I Dean's totally face on remember it. that guy. That's the venue. So I guess that's what happened that day. That was the funny guy, the guy with the <laughs> Dean Lamb. Yeah, the Dean Lamb guy. Or on his, he had a little puppet. <clears throat> I'm starting to remember it. I feel like I'll. It, I just remember. Oh. It's the small place. Yeah, it's small. Dude, I met... Okay, totally. It had the upstairs green room. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We got coffee. So I was getting it confused. We got coffee that day at like one of the... It was like... Okay. It's like Starbucks adjacent. Yeah, so this is yeah. the venue. I totally the remember this now. was over here. Yes, it was yeah. very hot, very sweaty. There was yeah. a green room upstairs. That was a really yeah. fun show. <laughs> uh, I met... One of the road, a dude who's like the roadie for, uh, God, what's the band? They usually tour with Mr. Bungle. They're like on tour with Mr. Bungle right now. Do you know who this is? Uh, Buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Melvins. The Melvins. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Bada bing. Okay. I totally remember this show. Bada boom. Yeah. So there was a guy there who had a lamb puppet that had Dean's face on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And then, okay. My, the funniest joke of tour Ollie, the guy was holding it up in the middle of the set, and Ollie was like, See, Dean, this is what you get for having a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that show was awesome. So the next day must have I think been. The we're going to leave, leave it there. All right, let's leave it there. Have we been talking for a long time? It's been over an hour. Damn, okay. Yeah. Little walk down memory lane. Let's go to questions. Do we have any this week? Well, are you just stopping the tour stories right there? We're going to pick up next week. All right, you're yeah, I know, but if we pick up next week, then we're not going to be doing this for like 20 weeks and we're so going to forget stuff. It's stuff to talk about. You want to keep going? Yeah, we should talk about it. All right, the next day was Glasgow. and that, uh, You went from Bristol to Glasgow? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dude, yeah, that was one of my favorite days of the entire tour. Yeah, I loved that day. Glasgow, that when we day. started playing, I believe there were like 15 people in the venue. And then by the time we stopped playing, there were like maybe 200 people there. And Glasgow, oh my God. It was so crazy. We made awesome friends that night. Uh, I don't know. If you guys have never been to Scotland, that to me is like... Colin. 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 We have a friend, Colin, <laughs> from Scotland. If you've never been to Scotland... The people there, dude, they're Put the sickest. Put it on your bucket list. They're the sickest. They're, 
like the sickest, coolest, most yeah. amazing people. Just fucking I love them so much. To down to have a good time. That's for sure. Down to have a good time. Uh, but the, the venue load-in though was up like five flights of, flights of flights. stairs. A lot of stairs. That was rough. It was intense. That was rough. That's the thing about the venues in Europe. They're like usually small and weird and not really built for having tons of gear like you know a bunch of drum sets and rack cases come through right so it's like shit it was tricky a lot of yeah, the time it was tricky but um we walked around that day that's when you got the highland cow i did get uh, my Highland coo little souvenir stuffed animal who i still have i just was uh kissing him today we should grab him I will. um and then yeah we here, I'm going to go get them. We met. Uh, another thing was the, the tie-dye shirts that Chaney and I made. We would see kids wearing those quite a bit. Uh, orange ones? Yeah. And then uh, there was a guy there uh, that night who had one, who had ordered one, one of the original ones. So we were talking to him for a while. He's cool. And, uh, yeah, we were – so we had the, – the merch was kind of, like, back by the bar on, like, one of the – you know how bars will have, like, just tables that are kind of high – so we had we kind of had one of those where the merch was, and then uh, like a group of people was just hella hanging, dude, like oh, chilling, yeah. and uh, we were like drinking with them and stuff, yeah, and uh, just having fun. I have a bunch of pictures on my phone with from that night with Me like too. just with randoms. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Uh, well, they're friends now. Here's my healing. And Shane and I was like, we're com- we're coming back, dude. This we, we love really this. should. We should go back. Honestly, I would love to go uh, back too. to Scotland and just hang out and see a real healing coon in real life. <laughs> there um, you go. <laughs> so there he is. I slept with him the entire tour. He still has his price tag on. He was twenty euros. <laughs> it's kind of steep. A little steep. A pricey oh. guy. You got a whole cow for twenty euros. <laughs> yeah. I did. No meat. Entire cow though. Vegan. <laughs> He's a vegan cat. healing coon. Uh, so that was Glasgow. Next night was Nottingham, which was a pretty epic night, if I might say so myself. Was that the one? So that's the one where the merch was in the back, and we met the uh, Golden Lobster girl. What's her name? Was it Carrie? No, I know her name. Fuck. It's escaping me right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, what's her DJ name? I wanted to bring it up. But the thing is, on my Instagram messages, you can only scroll back so far. It sucks. Uh, Anyway, she She's was a really, really cool. Good DJ. Yeah, she was really cool. She was sick. I listened to her mixes. Uh, I listened to one of her mixes the night after that because you stayed and partied at a. There was like a dance party, and I went yeah. to sleep. Yeah. And I listened to one of her mixes. She is really sick. Yeah. No. So what happened was, they were having after our show. They were setting up for like a DJ thing. And I'm like, oh, what are you guys setting up for? And they're like, oh, we're gonna have a drum and bass show. And Which I was happens like, a lot in Europe. Yeah. Let's go. And then uh, that night, everyone else was like, oh, we're going to go over to this bar and da 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 And I was like, cool, I'm going back in the venue. Like, this is going to be sick because the UK has, like, the best drum and bass and dubstep and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I'm going in here. It's going to be fucking sick. And so me and Rob went in, and it was awesome. The music was, like, super sick. It was, like, a good vibe in there. And uh, then, like, more and more people from the tour started coming in. Oh, yeah. And we had, like, a bunch of people in there. And uh, it was really fun. We stayed up late. Yeah, I'm sad I missed that one. It was a good time. Uh, <clears throat> so what was the next night? That was, yeah, that was a great night. Yeah. 
That was a I really feel bad one. for not remembering her name. Her name. Yeah, yeah, fuck. I hope she's not listening to this. Well, she might be, but we will figure it out and I we know. will talk about it. Well, she was really cool. She was awesome. She was down. A really sick. She DJ. was like, I'm a golden lobster. I was like, holy yeah, shit. I, know. That's amazing. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. What? Across the pond? That's amazing. Yeah, insane. Uh, so what was the next day? <laughs> okay, next day was Ireland. Ireland. Dublin. Oh, it was at that, that uh, it was very rainy that day. Yeah. At a pub. We had to cr- get on another ferry. The weather sucked the whole time. I was pissed that Except, day. I was like, man, I'm yeah. so sick of this weather. Yeah, I know. The weather in Ireland was fucking left cold, a lot to be rainy, desired. Shitty. Great show, nonetheless. Yeah, that was a good show. That was Really fun. The, I remember the pit going off at yeah. that show. I actually uh, remember going live for Arch Spire's set on you did. Instagram. Yes, Went you did. Live. Yes, you did. Like a real boomer. <laughs> and then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was kind of like you had to, we had to load through a pub. It was yes. a really pub vibe. It was a straight up pub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a venue kind of in, in the, the back. back, but it was still like a, a bigger pub. That's right. like the venue. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really fun. Uh, the the backstage was upstairs. Yes. Again, get in food was there. Yeah. They don't always have get in food in the in the UK or in uh, Ireland, but they did yeah, this in the time. UK. I also did a really sick interview that day, and um, the guy who was the interviewer brought me an awesome Guinness sign that I have hanging up in our library. It was. It's a super cool gift. So that's my memento from Dublin. I really like playing Dublin. The last time that we played there, we played a place that was right across from the Jameson factory. So it was near Christmas and we got to go uh, have some like Christmassy Jameson drinks. And that was really fun. This time it was at a different place and it was awesome. I believe it was Arch Spire's first time in Dublin. So a lot of shows on this also we haven't even talked about it sold out which was incredible yeah it was insane um what was the next night okay so the next night was uh manchester manchester which is the night so this was the night where manchester where we had to park up the block and we had to load out through that, oh, that crazy was where the party. party was going on yes so yeah it was like the bus was in this parking lot up the street and then we had to literally load everything down the street, like in the street. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then around the corner yeah, into the venue. Well, first we had and to go in through. in between those two, well, they were having like a fucking, I don't know what it was, but it was like a huge party with tons of what looked like to me, like 18 year olds trying to go in there. Well, also, I think it was a student party and also yeah, Rob at, tried the, to at go. the front of our, yeah, well, he tried to go and they wouldn't let him and in because yeah. he didn't have a student ID. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we had to load out. There was a also a like karaoke party happening in the front of the venue that we were playing. Because a lot of these rooms, a lot of these venues have multiple rooms. Yeah, that's a it's really not just the one. And there'll be like three venues. Yeah, in it's there. a really common thing. Yeah. So that was fun. So yeah, the loadout that day was awful. Remember that? I remember there being a Starbucks. Honestly, don't remember distance, the show, though, which was fantastic. And I got my hair cut that day. The show was great. I remember there was a. This was the day that we found out that Rob was in college, doing internet college. <laughs> He's like backstage, like, yeah, man, I was doing my fucking homework. We're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like homework? Yeah. What are you talking about? And then Brian's like, yeah, dude, uh, Rob signed up for school. 
<laughs> so like, Brian was like, yeah, like Rob was doing his homework that day. That was, and uh, yeah, it was fun. That show was good. I don't re- remember the show at all. I do. Cause I was selling merch. That was actually the day that we implemented the two line rule. Two line procedure. The two line procedure where I would give people their merch and they would move over to your line. And the merch was really close to the <laughs> stage, so it was kind of It rough. was like that every night. What was the next night? <coughs> um, <clears throat> London. London was fantastic. Well, London was a good show. Remember the vibe on the crowd was Yeah, weird. it was interesting. Yeah, the vibe bummed me out. It wasn't as uh, active as a sh- of a show as um, the first London show that we played. There's something about Underworld. Maybe yeah. it was the venue. Sometimes <laughs> venues can alter vibes. It was a really big venue. It was really big. Um, the crowd, I just think, was not like ready to throw down for the opening band, yeah. which is fine. But we met a dude named Dean oh, who Dean brought is fantastic. us a bottle of champagne. That is a custom Entheos um, bottle of champagne. Yeah, we st- we have it. It's in our <coughs> kitchen. It's yeah. sitting there as a memento. And yeah. someday we will drink it, but yeah. the day is not We don't come. know when. We don't know when. We don't know when we're saving it. Dean is uh, an incredible dude. Yeah, so I so left awesome my symbols at that show. Yes. That, the then, other thing is, though, that even though the vibe was weird, <laughs> we met a ton of fans that day yeah. like it was it wasn't i don't know it was just maybe i don't know you know early. what for me sometimes when we play shows there'll be like one guy who just really sticks out to me yeah you like stare at them <coughs> the whole set. yeah and like they don't know that i can see them you know? right but there was just this one guy and he was tall so he like stood up above everybody else and he was kind of just looking at us like you're like what is this fucking stupid ass man you know and i, and I was looking at him just like God, I hate this guy. I wish he would just leave. Like, why is he watching us? Yeah. You know, it's like, if you don't like it, then just don't watch us. Yeah. But he could have been a fan for all I know. I don't know. See, I'm just making this up in my head. that's the thing is that sometimes you'll see someone like that in the crowd and then they are the most enthused to come up and buy merch after their set. Yeah, so you like never really it. know what's going through people's minds. And I think about that with me. Sometimes I might look like I'm really not enjoying someone's set, but I <laughs> love it. Yeah. So you never know what people are thinking, but for sure there may be some, sometimes there's someone in the crowd and you're like, did you guys see that person? Uh, this guy just bummed me out. Dude. <laughs> I remember talking to Dean about it from Archfire. Oh yeah. And I'm like, you ever just like see someone in the crowd and he's like, yeah, you just wonder like what, what they're thinking. Like, why don't they like the show? Like, or you like know, why like, are they, do why, I totally do, do suck? They know that they yeah. got a ticket to this show yeah. or they, are they at the wrong place? I was uh, like, he just, this one guy just, he ruined the show for me. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, I forgot the symbols. I didn't, well, I did forget them, but I, I'm going to make an excuse. This is an excuse. Like mm-hmm. the gear was being put in a lot of different places. It wasn't just like all, all the gears over there. So it was like, there's all these little rooms with gear in it. And I went back with my flashlight after the show and I was doing like a, what's known as a dummy check. And, uh, I didn't see it. So it got left, but our friend Dean went and got it and shipped it back to the company. So it was fine. And then Kevin from United was nice enough to just let me use his symbols. Yeah. Which did help with the merch thing because then after we played, I could just walk straight to merch. Right. Just to leave the whole case. That set. was the thing before is <clears throat> yeah. that you had to take off your symbols, take yeah. your symbols. And off then I was the just thing. sharing the whole entire kit. Right. So that was a help. Then the next night was uh, Paris. Oh, God. Which was, that was the biggest show that was fucking I insane. would call Paris um, epic. Yeah, it was, it was epic. It was, it was absolutely epic. 
Uh, there were so many people at that show. The crowd went off. It was, it was very really... hard to get through the crowd. So I yeah. kind of just stayed at merch the entire time. The backstage was incredible. Um, it was a good time. God, that crowd was just fantastic. We played at the Moulin Rouge. So it's yeah. all, it, was, it wasn't the exact Moulin Rouge because we went to the Moulin Rouge club the first time that we visited yeah. Paris together about 10 years ago, but it was next door. Um, I got a crepe that day. That was as a good, one does. As one does when you're in Paris. Perry. Wee <laughs> wee, oui, oui, Perry. Uh, so yeah, that was a that was a really fun day. Yeah. Uh, but one thing I will say, the merch area, so the merch was all like in front of this illuminated like purple wall of lights. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. So it was really hard <laughs> to see the merch and all of us who were doing merch had to stare at it all day. So my eyes by the end of the day were super fatigued because of that wall. Other than that, epic Paris show. It was great. The next day was Leon. Do you remember that? Uh, it was at this place. Yeah, it's the place uh, where Julian, their family came. Yeah, yes. we did laundry and yes. we got uh, those little cookies. Oh, we got a ton of, there was a, what are they, what are they called? I don't know. Delicate. A pastry a, shop. No, it's a pastry shop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, patisserie, something like that. <laughs> we so, suck. Yeah. So patisserie, we, oui, we, oui. uh, yeah. so and it was down the street. That show was cool though. It was like a smaller venue oh, and dude, it, was it was really awesome. packed and it was, it was a fucking good. That time. was so rad. Um, it was down the street from this pastry shop. So we got a bunch of awesome pastries to eat that day. Sure did. That was awesome. Did laundry, which is a fucking <laughs> highlight of any tour mm-hmm. that you're on. Mm-hmm. What was the next night? Okay, the next night was Spain. Oh, we also had a bunch of good French cheeses that night because Julian, no, it was um, someone's girlfriend from Benighted came to the show that night Yeah, and brought a bunch of really good cheese and wine. So yep. we had a great cheese and wine party after the show that night in the bus. And that was a lot of fun. That honestly, that's one of the most fun parts of being on a tour like that is after the show when the, all the bands, like everyone's starving, we all want to sit downstairs in the lounge and eat and we all kind of just shoot the shit and hang out and get to know each other and yeah that's a lot of, that was a lot of fun bonding over cheese and wine it was basically like they turned the bus area into a giant charcuterie board 100 percent. that's, that's what exactly happened. what happened it so was, it was incredible <clears throat> amazing uh the next day was in uh that was our first spain show in madrid and it was like that real nightclub vibe place. yeah but there was a day off before that no, I think it was the day after that. No, Barcelona. We, there was a day off before Madrid, so okay. we stopped. We had a day off in Barcelona, and then okay. we went. So the day off was like the best day off I've ever had. Yeah, because it went. We went to a day off in Barcelona, and then we went to Madrid, and then we played a show the next day in Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the day off in Barcelona, all of us. <clears throat> it was us, uh, Todd from Psychroptic, a bunch of the dudes from Archspire. We all like went to the beach. And so the bus was just like we're dropping you guys off. It's noon. Yeah. We'll pick you up at midnight. Right. You got the day here. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're like, well, let's go to the fucking beach. Yeah. And we were ripping it, dude. No bullshit. Like when we first woke up, like we were drinking coffee and I was like, there was Bailey's on the bus and I was like, let's put this in the coffee. Let's yep. just rip it today. Fuck we it. We ripped it right away. Yeah. And we were like, went to the beach. It was so fun. It was. Well, the thing about the beach day. in Barcelona is that they'll have a bunch of people walking around mm-hmm. to sell you drinks, to 
give you a massage to yeah. sell blankets. So we had no beach blanket. So I think Brian bought us this huge blanket or I did what someone did. So we got this huge blanket and all of us just sat down and we got like a pack, a case of beer. And then we yep. also, oh, they sell beers. They'll be like, we'll give yeah. you the whole case for 12 euros. Yeah. Or whatever. We got a whole case of beer and we got a bunch of like drinks, which it's, a bunch of bottles that they fill with water and it's got like a little yeah, alcohol like in it. It's a total ripoff, scam. but we didn't give a fuck. <clears throat> yeah. So we were drinking those drinks and then there are people walking around who give massages. So, you know, I love a massage. So I was like, get over here and give me a massage. Uh, so I got a hell of a long massage on the <laughs> beach towel and we just kind of drank and hung out all day at the beach. And then after that, we packed up and went and got dinner with all the guys and i mean that was like one of the most fun days i've ever had on tour ever yeah it was really i'll never forget that day unforgettable uh the next day we played madrid yep and that was the this place was like an old school like disco vibe club oh yes i think harrison why don't you look this place up it it's was called, like uh, uh i don't have the extra monitor it was under... Uh, really? Whack. It was under... Oh, yeah. Your computer's not hooked up? Damn. It was under a... Right, next week. Anyway. A, like, roadway. <laughs> it was under a roadway, so we had to, like, load... The load in and out was crazy. It was, like, at least two blocks that we had to walk under, like, downstairs and under a roadway and, like, just through this tunnel area into the club. Yeah. So that was pretty gnarly, but the show was awesome. Yeah, it turned out to be really cool. Yeah. But it was like the stage was kind of like open, like in the center almost. Yeah, it was like a DJ yeah, would play there. Yeah. I but they, they block. Imagine like the stage is here and then um, it's about three quarters away through the room. Uh -huh. And then you could walk all the way around it. Right. They had to build out the stage as well. When we got there, it was yeah. about, it wasn't big enough to fit a drum kit on. And then they built out the stage. And then they blocked off the area behind the stage for the bands to like hang out. Yeah. Like Another eat. thing we had to do that day, because I believe the bus payment was due that day. And we had a bunch of different currencies. And we, we had, had to, to exchange them. Yeah, we had to go exchange them because you have to pay for the bus in euros. And yeah. not every currency we had was euros. We had pounds and all kinds of other stuff. So Naveen and I had to walk like a few miles, maybe a, a two miles to get to a place where... We could exchange money. And that was cool because we got to see a bit of Madrid. We even went shopping that day. I got the pants that I have on that day. And Did you really? Yes. Imports. Imports. I have European I import. That. I remember that. I didn't get anything. Uh, Yeah. It's called, what's it called? Bershka? Yeah, Bershka. God, I love that store. Yeah, it's a cool store. That's awesome. I have some awesome sweats from there as well. And then. um, The next day was Barcelona. Yep. Which I don't know why I can't really remember the Barcelona show. Okay. Maybe because I just remember the the day in Barcelona so well. Yeah, I know. I just what I do is I just look up the venue and then I'm like, oh, that place. <coughs> but yeah, that was sick. Are you looking it up? I am. Yeah, sure am. Cool. And I still don't remember it. Let me see. Let me see. It. Okay, I remember this place. Yeah. The merch was up here on that little spot up oh, there. Oh, yeah, totally yeah. remember that. <clears throat> yes. Uh, 
We walked around that night. Yeah, what did we do that day? Because I wanted to, I don't remember. I think I wanted chapstick or something. Dude, there is also a video that I saw circulating on, on the internet that is someone in an apartment taking a video of our bus that day. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Where, well, I'm trying to think about what that place looks like on the outside. The place was like <clears throat> upstairs. There was a green room. It was like up the stairs at the front of the venue. There was a dog there. Uh, also, you and I, we could sit because from where merch was, we could see the stage really yeah, well. So we were I like sitting on the stage and people kept buying us drinks from the bar and handing them up to us at, at merch. So that was yeah, and cool. I have a really hilarious video of a guy watching Archfire and he's like, And I like zoomed in on his face. That actually, and I was like, "Dean, dude, look at this fan of your guys's." And he was just like, <laughs> "That actually reminds me. I forgot to talk about at the London show that I have a video of a man eating a Snickers bar front row, or like in the first two rows, like close to the pit." <laughs> yeah, and there was another night where a guy rolled up to the front like during our set and was eating like a sandwich, and I was like, "Fucking goddamn it, dude! This guy's yeah. fucking my vibe up, dude." Yeah. Like, they love eating. Why are you eating a fucking there? sandwich right here? <laughs> hey, I'm down, dude. Sometimes I want to eat a sandwich in a crowd, but I'm afraid that I will have bad breath after. There you go. Uh, this guy was not afraid of that. This guy was not afraid of it. So a hero as far as yeah. I'm concerned. An all out legend. So what was the next night? <clears throat> you want to power through all these dates? Huh? How many more dates are left? There's a lot left. Uh, maybe we can stop. <clears throat> okay. Maybe we should take some questions. Are there any? There's a couple questions. All right. Uh, a lot of them are about tour. Um, first one's from Double Plate 76. Mm -hmm. Best thing you got to eat overseas? <clears throat> Best thing we got to eat. Well, we haven't gotten to it yet, but the Austria, that Austrian Austrian venue, is it Austria? I can never remember, but it's the, the venue that where they, last time they had wild boar, this time they did not have that. Uh, Last time we played in the basement of yeah, the venue. This yeah. time we played upstairs. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> they had like spatzel and spatzel. stuff like that. Spatzel. They yeah. always make fantastic homemade food. Yeah. Um, so between that and the venue that I was talking about earlier. So they had like, the, yeah, this place had, like they had a meat option mm -hmm. for people who ate meat. And then the vegetarian was like, it was something, the, the, the food was kind of weird that night. Yeah, but it was delicious. It was good. But it, they did have spatzel. Yeah. With which, like gravy on it. Spatzel is so... Which, and if you don't know what spatzel is, it's like a free-formed noodle. Yeah. And spatzel really is good. so good. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, that was really good. We ate... The food, at the, the vegan food was actually pretty good. That was amazing. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was interesting. It yeah. was like... um, It wasn't any like fake meat or any of that kind of stuff. It was just like different like vegetable dishes, which was actually pretty good. Right. Um, I'm not going to say it's the best thing we had, obviously. But I also ate at an Italian restaurant that was right across from the venue that we played in London that was delicious. Honestly, what I think is the, the best stuff, that, and that buffet that I got the first night was impeccable. So what I think is the best food, because venues feed you a lot when you're overseas, so we don't always go and like venture out and get yeah. food i do donor is kind of at the top of the list when you get donor kebab you're all yeah, in berlin we ventured out for that there's a place called mustafa's that's a really famous donor kebab 
spot that Naveen and I Ubered to, but the line I think was like two hours <laughs> yeah. long. We were like, we can't uh, go here. But we did go there. We stayed at a hostel that Mustafa sits right outside of. And when we went to Berlin in like 2011, and that was just us visiting and not touring. So we kind of had the time to sit yeah. in a line that long to try the food. And I will say Mustafa's is the best donor kebab I've ever had. <clears throat> yeah, uh, and that's like Middle Eastern food for those of you who don't know what that is. Right. It's like, so if you see like meat that's on kind of like a spindle. Yeah, and they shave it off. They shave it. That's a donor kebab. I'd say those places are, are my favorite thing to eat in Europe. Oh, it's just yeah. out of this world delicious. Really good. But I, like I said, you know, venues feed us a lot. So I always enjoy when venues make homemade food and uh, give us something that's like from the country that we're in. It's like customary yeah, yeah. food from that region of the world. It's always spatzel. cool. Like spatzel. It's always cool Although to be able to. a German thing. Yeah, but was, is that Austria? Oh yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, that's so it, enough. it's always cool to be able to try that, uh, like, you know, food from where you're from or yeah. where you're at. So that's my favorite food. Yeah, we had that. We had uh, a lot of good Middle Eastern food. Yep. Um, we had Turkish coffee one day. Went to uh, a, a Turkish coffee spot. Oh, where was that? Which at? was awesome. That was in Slovakia. Slovakia. That was a, that's a part that we haven't even gotten to yet. We'll How cool there. it is to visit uh, Eastern Europe. Yeah. That that when you're in Slovakia and Poland. And countries like that, that's when you're really like, holy shit, I'm nowhere close yeah. to home right now. This like, is this crazy. Is, this is out there. Yeah, man. that's when it really... But the, uh, I guess I'm kind of touching on the Poland show, but a really cool thing about the, the <coughs> show that we played in Poland was that buildings would look like run down. Like there was a, a hostel across from where our venue was, where we got to go and take showers and get ready. And the hostel from outside looked totally run down. When you got inside, it was completely remodeled and just gorgeous inside. So it was totally like you uh, you did not expect it to look as crazy and ins insanely amazing as it did inside. And that was a cool, like, hidden aspect of Poland. Being in Poland, honestly, one, it was just <coughs> uh, such a cool experience. Yeah, it was really cool. Far from yeah, home. Very far from home. Uh, Narlo Slamtana asks, was there any particular song that consistently got the same response each slash most nights? From us? It's probably the end of Sinking Sun. Yeah, Sinking Sun does well. Yeah. Live. Like the breakdown mm -hmm. at the end. Yeah. Did really well. Yeah. That whole song does really <coughs> well live. We didn't play I Am The Void. No, Which we in didn't. hindsight, we should have just we went really ahead and We really should have. I think that my thought behind it was, you know, we're doing like a, this is kind of a super tech tour. Yeah. Maybe don't bust out the, the that, why. Uh, why? Yeah. I don't think Just that it, it actually matters. It doesn't matter. I think that what actually matters is that you uh, craft a cool set that represents your band. Yeah. And I Am The Void definitely is a representation of our band. So in hindsight, we should have played that song. I think so. Uh, and we, like in the States, I think I Am The Void went over incredibly well every night. And, uh, and we played that into Darkest Day, which... After I'm the void, the dynamic shift, I think, is we've come to realize is really important for us to have in a set because, you know, the dynamic shift of people being able to like kind of 
watch I Am The Void and vibe out to I Am The Void and then you hit hard with Darkest Day, it's a cool, uh, people go crazy when Darkest Day hits. So it was super cool. But yeah, Sinking Sun for sure. What was your set list in Europe? Uh, it was everything the same, except for instead of I'm the Void, we played Chemical Flashbacks. So the, the, the audience doesn't know what that is. Oh, so it was uh, Chemical <laughs> Flashbacks, Remember Your Dust, uh, Absolute Zero in Purgatory, Darkest Day, Sinking Sun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, do you want mm-hmm. questions just about tour or just anything? Or no, is there, are there Discord questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're done to answer anything. All right. Um, demoing Life asks, have you guys ever had a period in your musical careers where you spent too long finishing music? Yeah, all the time. Time will take us all. <coughs> there's like songs no. I feel like that get done really quickly and then there's ones that just like linger forever. Very true. Remember Your Dust we wrote in like a day. Yeah. I Am The Void we wrote in... <laughs> A weekend. Pretty quick. The songs that are good usually happen fast. That's so true. So true. Uh, Friday the 13th S. could you describe slash talk about working with Sirius XM on the Liquid Metal concert series and the channel takeover? Oh, yeah. So, Jose Mankin um, had our, our song... Uh, I'm the Void and Absolute Zero were both in Liquid Metal's Devil's Dozen, which on Sirius XM. So if you guys don't listen to Sirius XM or know what the Devil's Dozen is, it's like the main metal channel on Sirius XM. And so we were in the the top 12 or whatever with both of those songs for quite a few weeks. And Jose was kind enough to reach out and ask us to be a part of the virtual concert series and really it was very simple he just asked us to be a part of it we said yes and you know that included I did an an interview with him which I thought was awesome because I got to talk about you know stuff that I first of all I got to play bands on liquid metal which was so fucking cool to be able to play uh some music that I enjoy and uh, you know I played Arch Spire in Whitechapel we were on tour with them um and so he reached out and asked us to do it, and we shot the video ourselves. <gasps> Naveen, you know, is kind of the the dude behind all of the. Yeah, so we actually posted sh- it today, and we uh we shot that right before, like the day before we left for the Whitechapel tour, and we just I just took all the footage like on a hard drive, and then uh, because <clears throat> the, the deadline was during tour, and then one night. In a hotel, I like stayed up super late and just fucking edited the whole thing and mixed it all. Yeah, I fell asleep. Yeah. Which is like, it's shocking that it sounds okay because I like literally mixed it in these earbuds. Yeah. So we just, (laughs) we just turned that into them and they put it up on the channel. I mean, there's not much more to it than that. It was really fun. And uh, there also is a video. So we also shot in purgatory for that. All that. They have posted our, the two songs are Absolute Zero and I'm the Void, but there is an In Purgatory video that I'm assuming we will probably end up sh- posting on our own channel eventually. Or a, yeah, if they don't want it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Overall, it was just an awesome experience. And I'm we are very grateful uh, because so many people came up to us on the Whitechapel tour that we just did, the Valley tour, and told us that they heard about us from that. Yeah. 
from being on Sirius XM and uh, from the interview that I did with Jose. And yeah, I mean, dude, Jose Mankin is truly helping a lot of bands from the underground become bands that people know about. And I have all the respect in the world for him. That's, I think it's amazing for him to reach out to bands like us and ask us to be a part of things like that. Uh, Especially because we're like a weird band. Yeah, we're like, a weird we're not band. Your typical. We're not like a radio band or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's truly awesome, <laughs> truly awesome and uh, unexpected and yeah, man, awesome experience. It, it was so was fun great. shooting that too. Yeah, we really actually fun. shot that uh, on the break in yeah. between Europe and America, the America tour, and I felt like we were like in the pocket. We. Yeah. We, we were just kind of like... We had been on tour for 30 days. We so had like, been on tour. We were ready to go. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a fun it time. We didn't... We only shot those once. You're not hearing any edits. There's no like... Yeah. It's two... It's live. It's two live takes yeah, of us takes. playing the song. That is what we sound like live. Yep. So, no yeah, bowl. it was a lot of fun. But one thing that we did have to do, because our... In our studio, um, Naveen's cymbals bounce off of the walls and Naveen plays very hard. Uh, he hits very hard. So his, my microphone will pick up his cymbals and it becomes a total nightmare for me in my in-ears. So we had to buy like a, a church screen, a church thing. screen. We'll call it that a <laughs> church screen, but it's like a plexiglass. Yeah. And that did help. I mean, it's still, it's still not perfect. Like if you listen to the mix, your vocal mic has a shitload of symbols in it. It sucks. But to be honest with you, if we did not have that, there is no way that my vocals would have come through. It's unacceptable. It, it, yeah, it's unacceptable. So it, it totally changed the game for us with that. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun to shoot. It was just a quick, took us probably. Not long at all. 20 minutes to do. Great. And yeah, it came out it great. Took a little longer. 20 mm -hmm. Well, the setup is a lot longer. Setup yeah. took all day. And then, yeah, to actually shoot it 20 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> all right anything else harrison let's see if there's yeah, we any got one last question yes uh not a drunk ass what made you want to change chemical flashbacks uh like rewrite the song and to like update yeah, the redo yeah because uh not not enjoying the original one i think yeah we're kind of just having fun with it honestly yeah and like we felt we felt like like i felt like that part in the middle was just kind of like stupid and i was like why don't we just like put like a little breakdown type mm -hmm. thing in there and uh I think, like, honestly, the beat that I do in the beginning in the remake is, like, the original beat that I wanted, but I, like, didn't know how to do doubles yet, and I couldn't really do double bass for that long. So I was, like, I made up that, like, alternate beat. So I kind of think it just sounds cool as an alternate version. I do, too. We've never actually, like, uploaded it to... I just did the playthrough. If you want to, if you yeah. haven't heard that, there's a playthrough for the song on my YouTube yeah. where I play the the updated version. Yeah, I. Uh, but it's basically the same. It just has one part changed. Well, at the beginning, it changed. It's changed too. The beat is changed. Yeah, yeah. the beat is. The drum changed. beat's different in the beginning, and then there's like a breakdown instead of that like ning 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 part. The vocal pattern has changed just yeah. a slight bit. Honestly, we just wanted to make the song um, something that we wanted to play live, and <clears> even still, <throat> I don't. I think I've talked about you know my feelings towards Primal before. I don't really want to play songs off of i don't really jenny's not primal i'm not primal anymore um i've just kind of moved on and if yeah. we were to play the songs off of it i would want to rewrite every song 
So well, we rewrote them, and it's called "Time Will Take Us All." Yeah, we rewrote them. We completely rewrote them, <laughs> reconstructed them. We even wrote new. We're their, already tired of our new album. They're new. Straight lyrics. up, I'm over it, man. <laughs> no, I love our new album. I'm I very think it's proud sick. It. I'm tired of playing it. How about that? Uh, I'm ready to record some ride new something stuff, else. which is uh, what we're going to be doing <laughs> this summer. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, you know, that's just what happens. I think, you know, that's why, that's why you shouldn't work on things for too long Yeah. because then you'll end up changing the version a million times and you'll never put, put it out because you're not going to be as happy with something that you wrote a year ago. That's, it's never going to end up like that. So that's why I think that it's, um, it works in your favor to kind of just write things and then put them out. Don't overthink it, man. Someone's going to like it. I'm sure people like Primal. But I do like our new album. Obviously, I love it. It's I, our, it's I our best our album. album. It's one of my favorite things I've ever done. But, yeah. 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 I mean, dude, I, uh, I'm I, not. I'm not saying that we'll never play tracks from Primal again. But I think that as an artist, that's like the that is um, the artistic condition is yeah. that you are going to work on something and you're not going to be as stoked on it five years, eight years. It's been what. Like I said, almost nine years since we wrote Primal. Of course I don't. Of course I will listen to Primal and be like, there are so many things I could have done better on that. Yeah. And, you know, so. You could have done a just, lot better on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, well, you know what I mean? That's like just a part of like being an artist and, and going on with life. I think that if you talk to literally any band, yeah. literally any artist, they'll be like, am oh, I, you know. They're over it. They're over it. So, yeah. All right, you want to wrap it up? It's been a long one. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I want to fire up the grill. Oh, so you don't even want to do a post? Well, no, we'll get, we'll pop into the post show real quick. All right, cool. Well, we have to pop in. It's been a good week back. Yeah. Great to hear. And from we you have guys. Uh, missed doing the podcast. Yeah, missed we have. interacting with you guys. Yeah, we really have. So remember, we're here every Tuesday on Twitch, we unless we have a guest who can't be here on a Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week. Love you all. See you next week. Have a good week. Peace.